Welcome to the Church Collective Podcast. In this episode, I had the chance to talk to Brian and Katie Torwalt, and I think you are going to absolutely love it. They are seriously just some of the great worship leaders that have been with us for a really long time with some incredible music, and their new album is fantastic, and it was just wonderful to talk to them. So here we go. Yeah. Um, well, we just got home from a tour. It was really fun. We were out with our friend Benjamin Hastings, and we're huge fans of his. We have been forever. His songs, I think people don't always associate him with his songs yet, they will. But uh, songs like So Will I, one of my favorite songs that he's sung seasons. I'm just promoting him. Out yeah, typical. Like, we'll tag him on this part. Tell everyone Tell what you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were on tour with him. And uh, during our tour here, let me get to it. During our tour, we had a record come out called I've Got Good News. And it's been really fun. It was, we haven't actually gone out at the same time, like, as a record releases before. So it was very fun. We felt like we got to sing a lot of the new songs right away and just have some special moments with the songs and we didn't have to wait. And so that was really fun. Um, and we have just been extremely busy, but we are kind of on like a rest period now, yes. okay. which feels amazing. I'm drinking like lemon water at my house. And it's <laughs> just the life so of luxury. Wow. It's the life of luxury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking regular tap water out of, tap a, water. Out of a plastic. There we go. You guys got it. <laughs> so the, the album. There, go ahead. The album's been out for a couple months uh, at this point. So like, what's yeah? So what's yeah, the like? So you're you're on a little bit of rest, and so where are we where are you going after this? Yeah. Um, who knows? Well, we actually well, no, we are going to go to the beach. <laughs> we have some plans. We actually have a couple songs that are part of this record that haven't released yet. Mm-hmm. We recorded 14 songs and it was kind of a lot of music to put out at once, especially nowadays. So yeah. we have a few songs that are coming up um, and then the next month that you guys are going to yeah. hear. And I'm really excited about those songs. So they're, it was very hard to pick, you know, which ones do you want to release and which ones do you want to hold back? And we held back some of our favorite moments yeah, from the night. So really looking forward to that. And we have some other things planned for the fall that we're excited to share later on. But um, other than that, we're home recouping from just one of the busiest seasons of our life. And we have a four-year-old <laughs> little girl. Oh, wow. she came yeah, us. she was on the tour bus with us. And wow. uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. She only that, fell I mean, out of her bunk once. So that she you fell know. out of her bunk bed one time. You know, oh no. Tour. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love I'd love to hear. Um, I know often you guys are seen as like, you know, family and worship ministry touring. And that's like a common thing for a lot of worship leaders. It's like husband and wife doing ministry and then a kid on tour. Could you maybe, I mean, I know you've talked about this before in a lot of different ways, but I'd love to kind of hear just how, how's this tour doing? How's the four-year-old versus when she, it's a she, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. When, when yeah. she was, she was born, like, what's it look like now? Like, just talk a little bit about that dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, we have a, a handful of friends that do this, like uh, Carrie and Cody, husband and wife that are traveling together and trying to figure out with kids and it's it is both incredible and also a challenge I think it's incredible because we get to do everything together as a family and we get to travel and see the world together and do ministry together and and have these life experiences together as a family that some of our friends that are just out on the road you know alone and then they go home to their family they have these experiences with their band and then they go home and try and talk about it to their family but we have the opportunity to do this together but at the same time it creates challenges because we 
are trying to figure out how to tour with a four-year-old. And the first time she went out with us uh, was actually on a Jesus culture tour when she was four months old. And then, wow. and then, you know, we didn't do a whole lot. And then all of a sudden the world shut down. And then now she's turning four for our first tour that we're doing uh, after that. So there was a long space between that. And traveling yeah. with four month old is both harder and easier than a four year old. You can't run sure. away. They can't run away. Right. Yeah, you know exactly where they are every time. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're where you put them. Um, but no, I think overall, she's at a great age. She loved the tour mm-hmm. and it was really fun to take her. And thankfully, like Brian said, I have some mom friends, especially that touring moms we call them that I can ask for advice that have done this all before me that I know like what do I do if my little girl has to go to the bathroom on the bus you know (laughs) not number one Uh, what do I do what do I do please help and so just some amazing women that have been able to help me with this process but we have loved it and I think yeah like Brian said it's such a privilege that we don't take for granted that we get to go out together because Mm -hmm. we don't um we don't have to have that period of uh, time away from each other. And it's really special. Yeah, that's really cool. Did you guys do most of the songwriting through COVID for this album? Like, what, yeah. what, what did that look yeah. like? There's a, there's a ton of the songs that we ended up starting or writing over Zoom, uh, yeah. which was a very first, new first experience. Uh, yeah. it, was, it, was a long, it was a long journey. I think we the very first song or the first couple songs that we wrote um one of them was called is called wouldn't it be like you and it kind of started the process for us at the beginning it kind of just felt like an an outlier like okay here's a song that that we wrote in the middle of us kind of all being home and it was us kind of for our own process and and watching the chosen and just there's a few things that kind of went into that uh, us like diving back into the gospels in in a new way um and like focusing on the words of Jesus and it and realizing how many times throughout the gospels, whether it was his disciples or the Pharisees or the prophets or even John the Baptist in so many ways that Jesus came and he looked different than they expected him to. And so the chorus of that, of that um, song is, wouldn't it be like you to be different than we thought, different than we want, but better. And it kind of led us on this journey of what what is the good news of the gospel for 2022? And if he did it that way before, you know, in some ways there's this relief of like, I don't have to have it all together. Even his disciples missed him. But at yeah. the same time, like let our awareness of, of your message, of your heart, of what it was like in the gospels, let that be true in us today um, and to experience you in, in that way now. And I think it, it, yeah, a ton of it was written over Zoom or us kind of after we put our girl to bed at night, we're just trying to do our best to be like, okay, let's tonight, let's not put on Netflix and let's go to our writing room and just like see if something happens. And yeah, yeah it, it was probably a, a, we, a lot in the last few months, but kind of over the course of a year of writing. I think we really thought, and we joke about this, that first two weeks that we were going to write, we were like, we're off the road and everything's canceled and we have to be home. We're going to write right. like, so many songs yeah. and make sourdough bread. I know. It was <laughs> a magical time. <laughs> All kinds of wonders. Things. Yeah. And then, but we didn't get any songs. So it wasn't that magical because no. like everyone else, we're like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> right. what, where's God's voice? Like, what's he saying? And I think it really took us a lot longer to really feel like we had something that wasn't just our own 
thoughts or opinions or whatever, which there's nothing wrong with that. But for worship music, there is something wrong with that. Um, <laughs> but that we had to share and say and write about. And so I think we had to wait and just listen for a little longer than we expected. Um, that song we probably wrote after six months or a year at mm-hmm. home. And yeah. um, and we released that song as a single and kind of just thought, that, okay, well, that's that's that. And then after that, kind of some more of the story started to flow out. Like he was saying, like, what other times did did people miss Jesus? We have a song that is coming out um, with this next batch called The Christ the King. And yeah. it's around uh, the story when Jesus asked Peter, who do you say that I am? And Peter goes on to describe like, well, they're saying that you're, you know, you're John the Baptist, you're a prophet, you're whatever. And, and he stops Peter again. And he says, but who do you say I am? And I feel like that was a question that was being asked of us during this last couple of years again, of like, you can hear anything you want. You can find anything you want right now, any opinion you want, but who do you know Jesus to be? And um, so that really, that really was brought out during that. We have a lot of songs that were, we call kind of processing songs, but also we feel like just for ourselves, they've been really like a recalibration um, to clarify again, like, what does it mean to follow Jesus? What is the good news of the gospel in 2022? Um, what does it mean? Like, what is the gift of the Holy Spirit? How does that look in our life right now? How could it yeah. look? And so it really started like that. And, um, but yeah, they took a lot longer to write. And then when we did finish them, the rest of the process was like so fast. After <laughs> <laughs> that, we've ever gone with making a project and recording 14 songs in a, one night. So, <laughs> wow. um, okay. So yeah. talk, talk, talk a little bit about that. How'd that go? Uh, it was a blur. No, we, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really special. Actually, it was. It felt very like purposeful, and it felt like what we were supposed to do. Um, we we really pushed for it because we felt like there was some songs on there that we really wanted to be out in the world that felt like in time. And we talk about it a lot as songwriters and um, talking with other songwriters of like kind of that temptation to always feel like, well, I have to write something that hasn't been written, say Mm. something that's like never been said this way. And I think one of the biggest, like most, I don't know, humbling compliments that that people ever give us or our music is just that, oh, it's not like I've never heard this before, but I heard it just in the right exact time that I needed to hear it again. Mm. You know, I needed to hear about Jesus like this again. I needed to hear about, um, we have a song on this record that we did with the Helsers and they have a, they have a beautiful version. That's amazing. Um, but that song of like, I needed to be reminded again, it's called sound mind that God, that God does not give us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. Yeah. We've all heard that growing up. Like we've right. heard things, you know, but it's like hearing them again, hopefully in a fresh way with the Holy spirit. Yeah. Um, Coming it, out it of a couple years of else. isolation. Yeah. It carries something else hopefully. And so that's yeah. always our I guess is like if we can get the timing right um then that's the dream that's that's amazing that like even that song like so Carrie did that song at the church I'm at the belonging co maybe three weeks ago and I remember specifically being like wow like what a unique new like not new word but like a unique way so like literally the way you described that is how I felt that song three weeks ago so yeah that's so cool it's truly like the prayer (laughs) of our heart because it's you know, as like creative people too, you want to just be like, 
so out of the box and so different right. and everything. And, and but sometimes that's really not the goal, and that's not like what God's asking us to do all the time, and especially with worship music, you know. And it's like to and serve, so to serve the body. yeah, and so it can be creative and beautiful, and I always will want that. But at the same time, that is really the ultimate prayer. Is just this is what God wants to say right now, and we're hearing correctly and like being obedient to that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was yeah. a special moment for us doing yeah. that one too. I, I think it's fascinating too. And it's like part of writing songs for the church and being a worship leader that is probably different than like a different genre of like pop music or something like that, where, you know, you kind of, I, the hope is that everyone's kind of hearing from the Holy Spirit. And so you end up having these themes that come throughout different artists and church movements. And we literally like, a month before we released um, our album, there's a song on our album called Begin to Me that we wrote in 2020 with a friend, Brett, Brett Yonker, who's part of the Passion Movement. Yeah. And the verses are all the Beatitudes. And like without us realizing, our other friend, Pat Barrett, released a song with Elevation. It's a very different It's song. word for word. But it is it's so like crazy. The verses are <laughs> Beatitudes. Again, Matthew 5, the Sermon on the Mount. And the first response is like, oh man, they like they got this at first, but then the truth is like, no, like the Holy Spirit is speaking. Like right we now. heard. There's we like heard. you know, something there's <laughs> yes. something to this right now that we need to rehear. Blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those that mourn for they'll be comforted, blessed are those that thirst for they shall be filled. Like there's something that the Holy Spirit is saying, okay, no, if if I'm gonna speak this out and, and like catch it because people need to hear this right now and so I think it, at the same time as you're like oh they're also releasing that it's a very different song so it's not like right. that but those, but that same message it's just um, being like re-emphasized and re-emphasized yeah. by different voices and I love that I think for us it feels like confirmation we're mm -hmm. like okay yes yeah that was the word. and when people resonate with it and connect to it once again it feels like okay right. yeah that's a that's a really neat insight to like hear it from that because i know like even just from like as a local worship leader say what was that eight ten years ago everything's about water and oceans and like yeah. they, mu they must all be talking but like it's neat to hear like mom maybe holy spirit's actually like doing yeah. something for the global church in the middle of that that's really neat that's a neat insight yeah um i'd, I'd love to know how did you guys decide you needed to save some songs and like make a deluxe album like out of the 14 like did you go into it like that or were you just like this is just too much we're just gonna like what, what did that look like why did you, why'd you save these couple ones yeah i some of it was just conversations with our team and our record label and and even how we personally like listen to music now i like we 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 are big fans of music we listen we have lots of we'll listen to a full album but it's not as common nowadays yeah, for people right. to listen to it's kind of sad it, it makes yeah. me sad sometimes <laughs> it's playlist um, now <laughs> yeah no i'm like i i definitely have records i'll listen to all 12 14 15 mm -hmm. 16 songs and let it play through but it's not as common anymore and um it is a lot to digest i don't think we thought we were going to get that many songs yeah that's actually really what it was our goal <laughs> was to get like 10. eight to 10 songs. And then uh, we have some guests on the record. We had Cody Carnes and we had our friend uh, Brock Human, who's from United Pursuit. And we just ended up having some special moments that were like, there's no way we're not gonna share these yeah. like, and, and capture these. Yeah. Um, and so we were pleasantly surprised that we had that much and we decided, yeah, we'll just make it a little bit more maybe digestible for people by 
yeah. holding a little bit of stuff back and then yeah. sharing. Yeah. We don't know. I would love to release everything like the day that we record. <laughs> right. I'm like, write it, record it, put it out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I think we should share it. It's great. Actually, no, I, I also struggle with feeling like it's never ready for some reason. <laughs> there's, there's both of those there where I'm like, oh, I want to share everything today. I want to sing the new song we just wrote. And yeah. then also the, the record is never perfect enough or ready enough yeah and right. i always want one more last thing yeah and, can you um, guess what enneagram she is no. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know, no. I don't know i'm not super well versus that that's a three or a one yeah i've got i've got plenty of friends who are way into the enneagram i'm unfortunately not yeah <laughs> not either i don't even know, I don't know. we're not even sure which ones we really are right yeah yeah, people but, that are like you're uh, like, what I think they say I'm a three, and I was like, okay, I don't know, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah, take it, run with it. Uh, love to. Um, I mean, the, the stuff that you guys write has so much, like you said, like it's not necessarily a new, but like there's a lot of theological depth. I mean, even just knowing the word the Beatitudes, unfortunately, is a word that a lot of Christians don't know. Um, could you guys maybe speak a little bit to what's your personal relationship with the Lord look like? How do you study? How do you bring that into songwriting? Like what's, what's that all look like for you guys? Yeah, I think, I think it's even us talking about writing this, this album over the course of like a year. And we, we spend a lot of time. We, we have a uh, Katie's parents actually live in our, in our house. The beginning of 2019, we, we felt like it was important, especially with us traveling a lot with our four-year-old and kind of creating a space where um, her parents could be with us and close by. But over the course of 2020 and 2021, it set up this space where every dinner we were just having a lot of conversations and it really helped us process life and the gospels and a lot of the things that we ended up um, talking about in this album was processed over the dinner table. And her and Katie's dad is like a really incredible theologian, um, getting his master's in counseling, like all these different things. He's we're huge fans of his. But we honestly would have these ideas that we would get either through us talking or an idea coming through the gospels or just watching the chosen, just different things that you know inspired us through the year. And we would begin to write and then we would share these ideas with her parents around the dinner table and like mm. does that feel right if we say it this way does that feel <laughs> like true for us it's really helped to have community have friends yeah. and family that we trust that as we're diving into the word of god that they also are and that we can we can have these conversations with and i think it's it's that that grounding and that foundation of community that helps us feel confident that as we sing out these words that we feel like i oh, know this this has some weight to it or at least it's something that we can like sing believing full well mm -hmm. that it is you know something that we can hold on to i think yeah. too like as writers that have gotten now to do a lot of co-writing with other writers mm -hmm. some of my favorite favorite songs have really come from those rights that we've had these amazing processing conversations for an hour two hours before we ever start trying to write a song yeah mm -hmm. and it really is just we start to process like well, what's god speaking to us what are we going through and then we open up the bible and actually look well what does god say about this and like for instance that song with brett you know we weren't setting out to write that type of a song but i think one of us i don't remember brett, which one with brett uh yeah it's just started talking about like matthew 5 you know i've been drawn there because there's such a humility that i feel like 
uh, we've been brought into as the church in the last couple of years. And, and really how the Bible celebrates that is really demonstrated and illustrated in Matthew five or blessed are the poor in spirit. Those that know they need a savior because they're poor in spirit. That's actually a blessing, not a curse and how countercultural, how backwards that is to, um, our reference point for, for some of those things here, you know, that we know. And so I think it's just been really interesting. So a lot of those conversations turn into study and yeah. then turn into hopefully song. a song that's biblical. <laughs> and I'm sure that like, you know, that's, that's our interpretation of those things as it always is through a human person. Right. Um, they're very fallible. So, <laughs> but uh, at the same time, we do really, we do really take it seriously. And we think there's a way just as worship leaders, even if you're not writing the song, you know, you're asking people to come declare certain words and, and, and things with you on a Sunday morning or in a service. And yeah. that is weighty responsibility, you know, for people to do with you. So we take it really seriously, yeah. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. also try not to take ourselves too seriously <laughs> sure that's a, that's a you know mess waiting to happen too yeah what are where do you think after i mean i say we're out of covid but who knows it's probably more covid coming but like now that we're at this season i'm always interested like what do you what do you think the church needs going forward like where is the church what does the church learn where does the church going it seems like everybody's like okay we know we're not going back to what it was before everything but then nobody really has an answer and you, you guys might not either, but I'd love to just kind of hear, what do you, what do you think the church needs for the next few years here? <laughs> like coming out of all this. Yeah, we definitely don't have the answers. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll try. Somebody will. I'm going to keep asking. I think email us. Yeah, email, tell us. No, yeah. If you need <laughs> the answer, let us know. No, I think it's, it's a really interesting time for the church. And I think even culturally, and we've had, this isn't really going to answer your question all, but it's, yeah. we're even thinking about touring right now, like, and having a hard time selling tickets and just live events in general, or people yeah. going back to church. We were talking with a friend recently about, like, we love movies, like pre-COVID, we would go to the movie theater all the time. And, you know, we, we would find moments to be like, oh, let's sneak away and go catch a movie. And like since the movie theaters have op opened back up, we've gone to like two and it's not, there hasn't been movies that we haven't wanted to see. It's just like the, either it's the urgency or the just feeling more comfortable at home than we've ever felt. is like an interesting thing right now. It's like getting back into big groups and feeling comfortable in those places it's not even it's taking like some time I it's, think. Yeah, yeah it's taking longer than I think anyone expected it to take yeah. and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just like we are all processing together and everyone processes at a different pace and what we all feel comfortable with and I don't even think you know I don't even think a lot of it has to do with the fear of being sick or fear in any way shape or form it's just like we have gotten used to one a certain way of life and now we're figuring out what that next step looks like and i don't know i think it'll be really interesting to see you know the what it looks like for the church over the next five years as we come together and and but we've had some really special moments of worship i think us recording our album doing a live record there was some moments in that night that i was like oh this i have not felt like this in a long time and it brought a lot of hope and refreshing that like mm -hmm. okay there's some really good moments to come moving forward um as 
hunger grows again for those encounters with God corporately. I, yeah. I do too. Like I, we've had, um, we, I think I maybe mentioned before this, but we had a songwriting retreat recently here in town that we hosted and we were talking about what are we burning for at this point? Like truly individually as a church, as our communities, what are we burning for? What are we hoping for as we go out and lead these songs, as we write these songs for the church? And uh, a lot of discussion that was really healthy, I think, came out of it. A lot of things about, you know, I think I'm more okay with imperfection than ever. As much as I love uh, strategic, beautiful, artistic, produced things, there yeah. is just, there is this hunger and this passion just for real, authentic moments together that are, I don't know. I, I think that's, those are the moments that I think about over the last couple of years too. Like he's saying, these conversations are on the dinner table, these, these close circles of friends that were just like, I don't know what's going on. Do you know what's going on? What's God speaking to you? And being right. able to um, speak into each other's life truth in those moments of fear or, or sickness or loss or whatever that has looked like in the last couple of years. But um, something that Tim Hughes during our songwriting thing that we just hosted said he just zoomed in he's in the UK but hmm. he just zoomed in, and I really felt like it was God's heart for this season but he uh, was just talking about how well I'll briefly basically rewilding and what that looks like in the church huh. um, letting kind of everything grow as messy as it is as unorganized as it can feel as backwards as it can feel or like taking a step backwards in some ways um, that God is birthing something new in the church and that he's going to pour out a new measure and a fresh outpouring of his spirit and uh, being ready for that and being just being faithful to be there for that because that's such a gift to be in the room for that. Yeah. And um, so I feel like that's really where we're headed and what that looks like, I think is not, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know how to put that. I want to continue to just be faithful to be there um, because I want to be in the room for that. And I think yeah. that's something is our prayer uh however it looks and back to that you know wouldn't it be like you song but it's like it's not going to look like we would plan for or even ask for it's probably going to be uncomfortable in some ways it's going to feel humbling um yeah. in some ways and it's going to be absolutely beautiful and it's going to be the holy spirit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i i look forward to that but right yeah interesting even just being a worship leader during this last season sure um, i have so much honor and respect for all the leaders and pastors and worship pastors during the last couple of years and what they have carried yeah. and led through is just it's incredible it really is because it's a it's a faithfulness that we haven't had <laughs> we have not had to walk through most of us so right some endurance and all of that yeah Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. We would love to connect with you. Find us over on Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok. We are all over the place. Shoot us a DM. We'd love to chat with you.